Hey, what's up, family? Hope y'all are doing well. Welcome to my video. Hope y'all are having a good Friday, a good start to your weekend. I'm excited about this video because in this video, I'm going to talk about 10 productive things you can do with your extra time. So if this video you think will be a benefit to you, make sure you watch to the end and get all 10 points. And if you're watching for the very first time, my name is Joshua Ezzy, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, like, man, I like this guy's vibe, go ahead and subscribe because I would love to have you a part of my community online. I would love to be a coach online. But for those who's been watching me or been subscribed for a long time, I want to say thank you all so much for your support. All those who watch on YouTube, all those who are listening on my podcast right now, thank you all so much for y'all's continuous support. However you support, whether it's through sharing, giving, commenting, uh, uh, leaving a nice message, however you support, I just want to say I appreciate you. But let's get right into my points for today. We're going to be talking about what to do with your extra time. I have uh, maybe three scriptures that I really want to lay the foundation with. And um, so that we can better understand um, the opportunity we have to optimize ourselves and to open doors for other opportunities. But Ephesians 5, 15 through 16 says this. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. I love that verse. Let's break it down real quickly. Look carefully then how you walk. It is our responsibility to look at how we're walking, looking at how we're living. Because no matter how you live, someone is looking on the way you live, right? But it says, look carefully, not just look at it, but look at it thoroughly. Look at it carefully. How am I walking? How am I carrying myself? How am I using my time? How am I navigating this life? It says, look carefully then how you walk. It doesn't say, look at how everybody else is walking. It doesn't say, look at how I'm walking. It says, look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. It's given us two opportunities. Right now, there are so many people who's walking so unwisely that they're that they're uh, suffering the consequences of it. And there are individuals who are walking wisely. It's funny how those who are walking unwise pick on those who are walking wisely, because oftentimes those who walk wise are are making those who are walking unwisely um, feel insecure. Right. It says in verse 16, making the best use of the time. Because the days are evil, it is imperative for me to look carefully at how I walk. These days, if you've been watching, are evil. And we have to make sure that we're making the best use of it so that we can maximize our times and be productive and fruitful. Now, James 4, 13 through 15 says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. So what I love about this scripture is, is that we have to put everything in precedent. We have to have the right perspective that as long as I am in the Lord's will, I will make the best use of my time. Because what is my life? My life is a vapor. That's a reality. That's a checkpoint. That since my life is a vapor, I got to make sure that I follow the vision. Since my life is only here for a moment and gone later, I cannot just be making plans without immersing myself in the purpose of God and following his pace. So it's important that we understand that we are in the Lord's will and that we let him will everything together and that we understand that the best way to make use of our time is to look carefully at how we walk. Last but not least, let me get my uh, notes up real quick. Next slide is this, Psalms 99 through 12. Real quick, let me get some points. For all our days pass away under your wrath. 
We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are 70 or even by reason of strength, 80 years, right? Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days. That's very important. That is our responsibility to number our days, hold our days accountable, maximize our hours, maximize our time. Because those who, uh, the Bible says, the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. It says in verse 11, who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? Who considers that? When you consider that you're going to have to meet God one day, you make the best use of your time. When you're going to have to consider, when you take the time to consider the, the, the omnipotence of God, when you consider the, that, that there's going to be a day where you and I have to stand before God and be held accountable for how we used our time, then it makes us willing to be humble, to be taught how to number our days so that we can gain wisdom. Let's keep going. Now, our main thought is this. You spell time, L-I-F-E. How you spell time is spelling it L-I-F-E. How you spend your time is how you spend your life. This video won't be long. It's a video that God placed in my heart to give to you all today. So how you spell time, you spell time, L-I-F-E. How you spell, how you spend your time is how you will live your life. Not a problem. Many people are not capitalizing on their opportunity to optimize themselves. Many people are not capitalizing on the opportunity to optimize themselves, to better themselves, to position themselves, to make themselves more proficient. They are wasting their extra time on things that will not produce anything extra for them. Many people are not capitalizing on the opportunities that they have daily, the opportunity they have weekly, the opportunity they have monthly to optimize themselves. They are wasting their extra time on things that will not produce anything extra for them. So many people right now are engaging in things with their extra time that's not going to benefit them. That's why even with these NBA playoffs, you heard me say many times, why am I going to watch other people make their millions when I haven't made mine? Why am I going to waste my time uh, uh, indulging myself in things that will not invest back in me, right? And so many people, they're not maximizing or capitalizing on their extra time. All of us, most of us have a job. So let's look at this. If you work eight hours a day, right? You sleep eight hours, right? Let's say, let's make it easy. Sleep eight hours. You work eight hours. So that's 16 hours, right? So that leaves you with what? How many hours left? Eight more hours. If you utilize, if you spend the other four hours on extra things, on just basic things like travel, eating, uh, uh, whatever, you have four extra hours, typically two to four extra hours based upon your family condition or family situation. You have two to four extra hours a day. How people spend those two to four extra hours a day will determine the things that will be added to their life. In order to be extraordinary, you have to have a little extra. That's why so many people are just ordinary. You have to add a little extra to make yourself extraordinary. That's why the Bible says your gift will bring, will make room for you and bring you before great individuals. In order for us to be, to maximize these evil days and to maximize this time, we have to make sure that we spend it wisely, right? But so many people are not capitalizing 
on the opportunity to optimize themselves. In what areas could you optimize yourself? In what areas could you improve yourself? In what areas could you really advance yourself? Versus uh, immersing yourself in things that are not advancing you, but are not, uh, but are actually uh, um, um, uh, devaluing and destroying you. It says they are wasting their extra time on things that will not produce anything extra for them. Think about it. What are some of the things that you're doing with your life? And thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, Coach, could you do a video on contribution, on, on continuation of red flags uh, for people who are married to someone? Okay, great. Uh, I will make sure I do that. Thank you so much for your super chat. I will work on that video for you uh, for you next week for sure. Because that, that, that red flags video was definitely a powerful video. But uh, 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 I forgot my train of thought. But anyway, we'll keep going. Now, productive by definition. Let's look at the definition of productive. Productive by definition is having the quality or power of producing, especially in abundance. So my productive, me being productive with my extra time is having the quality or power of producing, especially in abundance, yielding results, benefits, or profits. What I love about that is that my extra time gives me opportunity to be uh, more productive, to, 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 to position myself um, to, to produce more quality, produce, uh, position myself to create an abundance. And also producing a result. That's why my my objective with these videos is to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. Now, what does that mean? My objective in life is to help you look at yourself from a holistic standpoint, to help you grow holistically, to help you grow spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, however, so that God can get an optim optimal use out of you. That when God looks amongst the uh, the the uh, um, the region of 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 of, of the world. I want him to be able to look at you and say, hey, I can get an optimal amount of glory from the individual. I can get an optimal amount of use from the individual. But if, if, if God is surveying your life, what can he benefit from it? God loves us all equally, but he doesn't trust us all equally. God loves us all equally, but he doesn't use us all optimally, right? Because God wants to see how much fruit is being yielded in our lives so that whatever's being yielded from our lives can be utilized to help other people survive and help other people thrive. That's why our ultimate objective is to be productive, to utilize our extra time and produce, utilize the extra time and reinvest in ourselves so that we can give extra glory to God. Let's keep going. Now, how you spend your time is how you will spend your life. Now, I, this is going to be a quick video and I may open up a time to answer some questions, but uh, let's get to the next slide here. Now, 10 productive things to do. Here are 10 productive things to do with your extra time. With that extra two to three, two to four hours that you have a day, your weekends, how you spend those times or those hours to determine if you have power, if your life will be a life of power, or if your life will be a life of sour, right? 10 productive things to do. Number one, P, develop your relationship with God. Develop your personal relationship with God. Those who make their relationship with God personal and they invest in it and they allow the fear of God to, to lead them into greater volumes of wisdom, those individuals will begin to find great abundance in their life because these individuals allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide them into all truth. 
and will help them to reach the roof, to reach the place, the pinnacle of their life that God predestined for them. But what you should do with that extra hour, those extra hours with that extra time is to actually develop it. See, I've been married for three years, but if I don't invest in my wife, I will get less from my wife. See what I'm saying? I have to every day invest. Every day I have to develop it. Development requires engagement. In order for me to develop my relationship with my wife, I must intentionally engage in it. The same is with God. In order for my relationship with God to grow, it's imperative that you invest in the relationship with God. It's imperative that you develop it. Why? Because how often you engage with God in the good times will determine how much of God you trust in the tough times. The more you become familiar with God in the easy times and familiar with God in, in the bulk of your time, the more founded in faith you will be in him when times get frustrating. See, when you develop it and you grow it and you invest in your relationship with God by being interactive with, with him and, and, and actually investing in it, then you will begin to see the creativity of the Holy Spirit flow through you to optimize your time even better. So we must intentionally develop our personal. You can't have my relationship with God. My relationship with God is different. You got to say, okay, God, how are we going to rock with each other? How are we going to do this thing together? How are we going to partner? How are we going to progress going forward? That's what you got to think. So with that extra time that you have, open up your Bible. Uh, 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 open up your heart in prayer. Um, bring a clipboard and a pen in your time with God and write down and, and have business sessions with him and creative sessions with him and develop it. Right. So in order for us to maximize and, and, and to really gain extra to our ordinary, we have to P, develop our personal relationship with God. Number two, another thing that we must do productively with our time is to these three R's reflect, read and rest. That's right. M says, yes, sir. Building upon the rock for the bad time. I'm telling you, you got to build. Most, most, in order to build, you must yield. In order to build, you must yield. In order to build a strong, founded life, you must yield that life. And so many people, the reason why they fall apart during tough times, they didn't become a, a part of God's will in the good times. They didn't really engage and develop it. But other thing that you can do productively with your extra time is to reflect. Reflect. Some, at the end of every day, I bet you we will gain more in our lives if we take more time to just simply reflect. How did I do better? How, how did I do today? With that extra two to four hours every day, one of those 30, one of those hours or 30 minutes of that time, 25 minutes at a time should be used to reflect. In order for me to be better tomorrow, I must reflect on today. In order for me to do tomorrow better, I must see the wrongs of today. I must reflect and ask God, how did I uh, show me the areas in my life this day that I wasn't uh, 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 reflecting you? I reflect so I can be a better reflection of God. That's the importance of it. I reflect so I can become a better reflection. I want to make sure that when people see me, they see God. That's why Jesus said, uh, I only do what I see my father do. I only want to reflect the, the character traits of God. I only want to reflect on the things of God. So I reflect at the end of my day, every day, at the end of your day, you should take some time to reflect 
That's what I do. I think over my day. I reflect over my day. Every Saturday or Sunday, I reflect on my week. I think about all of my engagement points. I think about how I handle my businesses. I think about my, my, my engagements with my wife and with my family. And, and, and where in my week was I not as thriving, but I was in a surviving mode versus a thriving mode. And I began to audit, oh, that's why, that's when I did read my Bible, or that's when I did this, or that's when I did that. That's what contributed to me not being as 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 vibrant as I needed to be by Wednesday. I began to think about that. I began to reflect. And the more that we reflect today, the better of a reflection of God we can be tomorrow. So in one of the top 10 productive things to do in the art category is to reflect. And I'm so glad, Popular Misfit, that you made my live. Thank you for joining my live. Thank you so much. It's glad to have you. Um, Coach, can you break down reflect and rest? Because I think they get mixed a lot. Great, great question. Um, reflect means taking some time in a calm place and just thinking over, thinking over your day, thinking over your week, uh, um, re uh, utilizing the data and the intel from your reflection to, to make sure that you are a better reflection tomorrow, right? Now, when it comes to rest, rest means, rest is important. I tell people, if you don't take a Sabbath, you will be forced to take Sabbaths. Now, hear what I mean by Sabbath. I'm not talking about Saturday. I'm talking about a day of rest. Jesus became our rest, but there is a rhythm of rest as well, right? There's a rhythm of rest. A rhythm of rest is that I work six days, I work five days, and out of these seven days, I take a day where I just simply rest and enjoy. Resting means that I'm not stressing, meaning that I am utilizing different strategies, uh, uh, remedies, different things to make sure that I am in a place of peace so that my body can rejuvenate, right? And so when you reflect, you can reflect in a resting place. You can reflect in rest, but rest is, I'm not even, I'm not even reflecting. I'm going to simply do something that I enjoy. Sometimes resting doesn't mean you have to lay down and sleep. Sometimes resting is that I'm just in a peaceful state. I'm doing something that brings peace. I'm doing something that's going to bring ease. The reason why we are diseased is because we distance ourselves from ease. That's why it's important. That, uh, uh, rest is very productive. Rest is one of the most productive things. Rest is a form of warfare. The, the enemy wants us to be so productive, too productive, that we forget to rest. And we balance our productivity with resting, right? So thank you for, for asking that question. And also Natalie asked, is it different? Is it different than like a prayer journal or journal? Is it different than like a prayer journal or journal? It just depends. The thing about spending time with God is that you guys develop y'all's personal way of engaging. It could be a prayer journal. It could be a regular journal. It could be whatever you want. That's the beauty about developing your own personalization of God. I can give you what I do, but it may not be beneficial to you. That's why it's important to say, okay, I'm going to develop my relationship with God this way, the way that, because God is, so, his omnipresence is so dope that God is so omnipresent that he is 100% fully engaged with me and you simultaneously. God is never distracted. God's omnipresence is so vast and so higher than any form of technological advancement that man can, or woman can come up with, that he is 100% invested in engaging and attentive to my life without distracting while being 100% fully attentive to you, which means that God says, I don't, I don't want Josh's relationship with you. 
I want to develop a personal relationship with you, attentive to you, present with you without distraction. That's what makes it amazing. And I think when we begin to grasp that, that that this God is not such a, he's all the way up there, even though he, he is, but he's also in here, attentive, on standby. God is greater. The, the, Siri, was, Siri is basically trying to be like the Holy Spirit. Uh, 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 Echo, Amazon Echo is just a, 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 a duplicate, not a duplicate, but it's just a, a, a copy or trying to copy the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is present on standby, ready to engage. And he wants it to engagement to be different. Um, I says, reflect on your walk and see what you can do. To That's it. Simple as that. You must reflect. Reflecting today will determine what kind of reflection you will be tomorrow. You also got to read. Reading is exercise to the brain. I read. I have to read because it helps my vocabulary. It helps with the computing of words. It helps me with the with the output of words. It helps me with words. Like you got to read. It's important. We have become dull as a society because we don't read. We don't exercise our brain. We don't give our brain the food it needs through words, through reading and, and, and exercise. We have to take some time to read. Read God's word. Yes. And also read books that's going to help you be more productive. See what I'm saying? You don't want to. Uh, 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 to be in a life where you're just trial and error when there's actually books that you can actually engage in that can help you become more efficient and proficient and, and, and a little bit more uh, uh, structured when it comes to life. Now, oh, another productive thing you can do with your extra time is to spend time with loved ones. Spend time with loved ones. God Girl says, right, get your own personal regiment with God from the Holy Spirit, not from others. That's right. Don't don't and it's okay to learn from others, but 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 grow what you grow what you uh or develop what's uniquely tailored to you and God. But spend time with loved ones, and I forgot the other oh, serve others with that extra time a day or that extra time a week. Spend some time with some loved ones because what you don't want to happen is that you spent a lot of time in this world, but you didn't spend enough time with your girl. You spent enough time um, trying to get uh, uh, all these different things, but you didn't spend time with your loved ones. You didn't spend time with your man. You ain't spending time with quality time and quality is different in quantity. Like you don't have to spend 45 hours with them. All you got to do is spend quality, quality time with them. It's important. Because what you don't want to happen is that you gave other people what was due to the particular people in your life. You don't want to be a person that, that is all the way out there and you so productive and you out there networking and you out there getting it and making it done. But you lose your son in the process. You lose your daughter in the process. You lose your wife in the process. You lose your husband in the process. You lose your mom, your dad. You lose people because one thing you're going to learn about life, people leave it. They die. And what you don't want is to have regrets. You want to be able to say, hey, while I have these precious people in my life, I'm going to spend time with these loved ones. My parents are getting older. I got to be intentional spending time with them because sometimes we extend their time by spending quality time with them. We increase people's time oftentimes when we spend time with them. But when we neglect time with them, it causes, it opens doors. You got to understand how valuable you are to the valuable people in your life and how much that you spending time with them can extend their time because you actually made time for them. And also with the extra time, serve others. 
Serve others, serve your church, serve your community, serve, serve others. I promise you, you will gain more from giving than you will receiving. D, how to spend uh, 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 what another productive thing to do with your extra time is to get done what needs to get done now. Don't procrastinate. Get done what needs to get done right now. That's how you make your extra time productive. You say, you know what? I'm I'm going to make it a habit of getting things done when they need to get done. I'm telling you, when you do that with your extra time, you'll never be behind. You'll never be behind time. You'll be in time. You'll be in the moment. You'll be available, proficient and efficient for the time that's given. But you got to get done what needs to get done now. That's what you need to do with your extra time. Today's Friday. At the end of your work day today, ask yourself, what have you been neglecting? Because what you neglect right now, well, well, what you what you uh, don't address now will undress you later. Please understand that. Whatever you do not address now will undress you later. It will expose you. You got to address what needs your attention right now. We can no longer ignore what's the what's the what's in front of us. We got to make sure that we get done what needs to get done now, because the more we do that, we make more time for things that we will love to do. And we actually become a a, a little bit more disciplined, which makes us more effective with time management. Another productive thing we must do with that extra time, you, we have to better understand ourselves holistically. Hey, Faith, how you doing? Thank you for joining my live. Thank you, Faith. We have to better understand ourselves holistically. Another productive thing we must do with that extra time, we have to better understand ourselves. There's nothing, I watch videos oftentimes about my personality trait, about my personality, because I want to better understand myself. I immerse myself with God and utilize his engagement with me to better understand me. My goal with my extra time is to better understand my body, to better understand how I'm wired and, 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 and upgrade myself with that understanding. So the more I understand myself holistically, I can upgrade myself. The better I understand how God wired me and the work he wired me for, and the more I better understand why he built me the way he built me and the way I was created, with with spending that extra time understanding myself, then when I'm in other arenas and when I'm in other places, I, I, I engage confidently because I love myself. I know myself. I appreciate how God wired me. And a great tool that you can use to better understand yourself is 16personalities.com. And I utilize that with my coaching. And if you need one-on-one coaching and you want coaching from me, go to my website, IamUnplugged.com. And under the coaching tab, under the coaching, coach, custom coach tab, uh, let me know your budget. Let me know what kind of coaching you want. And I would love to coach you. But when you better understand yourself, no matter what you stand under, you'll be yourself. Because you know yourself. You won't try to be a copy of someone else. You will embrace your originality. You will embrace the way God wired you. But with that productive time, you got to sit back and say, who am I? How did you wire me, God? Why did you wire me like this? For what purpose? For what What? what, what for what idea? That's what you need. That's what we all should do with our, our extra time so that we can become more whole, so we can hold things better. See? What another productive thing we can do with that extra time is to create and master our craft. With your extra two to four hours every day, with your extra days that you have off, the extra hours that you have off, create and master your craft, man. 
I love getting in my little room, man, and 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 find ways to master my craft and and engage my craft. We've lost the sense of mastery, and I'm gonna do a video on mastery. We said someone in my community tab posted that. We've lost the essence of mastery. That that we get an opportunity to master our craft. We get a chance to become a master of something, proficient at something, efficient at something that makes us more valuable. See, we have to utilize the value, the dignity that we get from God to dig with inside of ourselves to find our true value and then maximize that value and offer that value to then regain value. But we've lost that. We, 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 we don't know how, we don't know our worth. We don't know our value. We don't know where our worth and dignity comes from. And then we waste it on these things that don't benefit us, that devalues us in our own minds and devalue ourselves from the marketplace. And then we have no place to actually market and gain. But when we know that we are valued by God and we know that our dignity comes from him, then we'll dig inside of us to find our true value in God, invest in that value, sharpen that value, develop that value. And then when we are presented, we will be presented valuable. And then we'll, our children's children will, will still reap from the valuableness that we discover in ourselves from God. So spend extra time to create, draw, color. Right. Create. God's a creative. In the beginning, God created. With the extra hours, create, immerse yourself in it, engage it, and master it. T, another productive thing that we can do with that extra time is to clean our temple. Or in other words, take care of our temple. Exercise. Eat right. Take care of our temple. Plan for the, for the, uh, 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 protection of our temple. What I mean by that is with the extra time, meal prep. With the extra time, juice. With the extra time, go to the gym. With the extra time, go and relax. Clean and engage and clean and take care of your temple. Because the reason why our temples are not uh, clean and the reason why our temples are damaged is because we don't make plans to, 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 to sustain it. We got to make, we got to maximize our time and say, you know what? The reason why I ate that food, the reason why I'm eating poorly is that I'm not properly managing my time into prepping for my temple because there's treasure in this temple and the devil knows it. And most people through procrastination and do poor diet and poor time management, their treasure never comes out of the temple. Every day I got to be cognizant of my body. And make sure that I give my body, optimize my body to make sure that when I'm out there in the world, I'm actually able. That's why I can feel the temperature of the season I'm in. And I say, I got a better uh, 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 work on my temple because there's going to be uh, some tough terrain. And you want to make sure that your body is built and ready for it, healthy for it. And the reason why many people are not able to go for it is because they're not built for it. You got to be built for. You got to develop your temple. You got to take care of your temple. And with that extra hour, those extra times in your day, in your weeks, you can then invest in your temple and make your temple strong. I, another productive thing you can do with your extra time daily or weekly, invest in developing a new skill or hobby. That's what you can do with your extra time. Invest in developing a new skill, skill stack, stack your skills. People don't understand about skill stack. Skill stacking is, is important. When I stack a skill, that means I add extra value. 
Like I, 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 I'm skilled with words, but how can I stretch my uh, uh, talent with words, right? If I know I'm a speaker, how can I skill stack? Now I become a more proficient writer. Now I become a more a proficient listener. I increase my proficiencies by developing my skills. I'm learning different ways to listen. I'm learning better ways to engage eye contact, body language, because I'm in the communication world. I got to I got to uh, I got to understand every point of communication, every point in where words are being utilized and how I can maximize it to gain from it. Right. So you got to skill start with the extra time. So, OK, what can I add to my life that will add more value? Because there are certain skills that's outdated. And the reason why there's no surplus added to your life is because you're not stacking on top of a skill set more skills that makes you more proficient and makes you more able to offer. What I get from what you get from me right now is a, a video. What else you get from me is books. What else you get from me is card games. What else you get is coaching. You get a lot from me. I'm stacking on top of skills, more skills that would bring more value and more uh, uh, money and more opportunities that will bless my children's children. So you got to invest in developing a new skill or hobby. V, you got to vent. You got to vent often. Get those toxic emotions out of you. Another productive thing you could do at the end of every day is say, I'm going to vent out my negative emotions about that day. Vent about how your coworker offended you. Get that out your system. Vent. Go for a long drive. What I typically do, I go for a long drive and I vent. So I don't put a dent in my wife. So I don't put a dent in my life. I vent. I vent because anything that doesn't have ventilation becomes stuffy, becomes hot. It becomes frustrating. You got to get into a place where you have ventilation, a ventilation system where you go for a long drive, you go for a long walk, you go in your prayer closet, you do something and you get those toxic feelings out of you so that you can have some fresh air come in you. You got to get the bad air out of you so fresh air can get in you so that you can create more. You have to vent. Last but not least, another productive thing that you can do with your extra time is to enjoy the rewards of a productive week. <laughs> like I like to earn rewards. The issue with a lot of people is they they burn their rewards. They just burn it. They don't earn it. They just they just they just whatever. They just think that uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna treat myself. No, earn some treats. Like 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 earn, I, I love to earn my sleep at night. I love to earn it. I I don't I don't allow laziness to just let me just go. So no, I earn my sleep. At the end of my day, I can sit there and say I earned this sleep. Now don't get me wrong, sleep, get your sleep, but earn it. <laughs> earn this opportunity to rest. Earn uh, if you want to play video games, earn earn that opportunity. If you want to go and play basketball and do all these extracurricular activities, earn it. But don't reward yourself if you didn't have a productive week. That's what I if I don't have it, I'll make sure I have a productive week because I want to enjoy. It's nothing wrong with enjoying, but enjoy at the end of a productive day, at the end of a productive week. Don't just just uh, uh, treat yourself just to, just because. Earn it. Earn it. Because if you earn it, you won't burn it. it. When you earn something, you protect everything else, right? So in order to be uh, another thing you could do with your productive uh, with the extra hours to make them productive is to enjoy the rewards of a productive week. Earn it. If you want to play video games for four hours on Saturday, earn it. If you want to go out there and eat something and that, that's unhealthy, earn it. <laughs> if you want to uh, go shopping for four hours, earn it. If you want to go uh, 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 whatever, earn it. 
so that you can feel like, yeah, I earned this. And it gives a certain level of value um, um, to you and what you do. So whatever you love to enjoy, if you listen, it's nothing wrong with watching a full basketball game, but earn it. It, it's nothing wrong with with hanging out with friends, but earn it by investing in a productive week. So 10 productive things to do with your extra time. Number one, P, develop your personal relationship with God. R, reflect, read, and rest. O, spend time with loved ones and serve others. D, get done what needs to get done now. U, better understand yourself holistically. In other words, upgrade yourself. C, create and master your craft. T, clean your and keep up with your temple and maintain it. I invest in developing a new skill or hobby. V, vent. E, enjoy the rewards of a productive week. I hope y'all was blessed by this video. Quick, 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 quick word that God gave me that I wanted to give to you. And I'm so glad it was helpful for you, Faith. Thank you for watching. Um, 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 quick word, uh, quick message I want to share with you all. If you want uh, uh, other uh, tools and resources, check out my website, IamUnplugged.com for books, card games, courses, as well as coaching opportunities. If you want one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, contact me, let me know your budget, and I will uh, see what I can do. Uh, and also uh, check out books like this one, my latest book that I just wrote about a year ago, my latest book, um, Counterfeit a Counterpart, How to Continuously Discern the Will of God in Your Life, How to Better Discern. You can also check out the book Dating Prep. Um, it's a good dating tool to date yourself, to date God so that you can become dateable and date the love of your life forever. If you got soul ties and strongholds, I got a book called The Purpose of Freedom. Um, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. If you're a single individual or a person that wants to be whole, uh, better understand, I got this book called The Purpose of Singleness, and I have other books on spiritual warfare, children's book. I think I got some of the books here. Uh, I can't find it. Either way, uh, books, card games, all that stuff's on my website. Uh, Patreon, if you want to join my Patreon, you can do so. If you want uh, more access with me, um, you go to my uh, links in the description box below. Um, if you're watching this live right now, give me a few seconds and it'll, it'll be there um, in the video. And um, links below. And I think that's it. Let me see if we got any more. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I'm definitely taking a look at it. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, check out the website. Ways for you to give. Support what me and my wife do. Um, support this channel as well. And that's it. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. I'll see y'all next time. Peace.